Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The following podcast is going to contain spoilers along with me, just a regular guy, talking about all the things I love, such as comics, movies, television, music, and books. So yeah, proceed at your own risk. It's just another fanboy. I'm your host, Stephen. What is up? I got a book to talk about today. Surprise, surprise. Stephen's talking about comics. He's bringing comics to you every single day. Maybe not every day. Some days it talks about TV. Some days it talks about movies. So far, he hasn't really talked about music all that much. I wrote that song for you guys. I hope that means something. I hope it touched you in your heart. Art. Barracuda. I'm now suddenly doing word association. So, hey, ah, yeah, book. Ha <laughs> ha, got a book I'm going to talk about. A book in which there are comics happening within. In other words, a comic book. So today I'm going to talk about Heroes in Crisis by Tom King and Clay Mann and a whole other host of folks, the entire full credits of the series, we'll be in the show notes. Now, I went into this crisis because it is a crisis. DC does these books every once in a while in which they tack on the world, the world, the word crisis. But this isn't like a crisis on infinite earths or an infinite crisis or a final crisis. This is more of an identity crisis type of book. And while you can't really, it's really hard to take superheroes and tell a tale about superheroes and then use the word grounded, but this is a more grounded and personal story compared to Crisis on Infinite Earths or Infinite Crisis or Final Crisis. This is, well, it's like Identity Crisis. It's grounded and personal. I said that already. Salt and pepper. I don't know where that came from. Have you ever just been talking and suddenly a phrase or words, they're just, it's just in your head and you just got to say it, salt and pepper. Maybe I'm having a stroke. I'm smiling. Both of my, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm all right, everybody. Don't start sending in emails. Don't call 911 and say, he's, I don't know where he's at. I, this, 
episode's like six months old. He could be dead for all I know. No, wait, there's other episodes out there. Never mind. And then hang up because they'll come get you. They'll come get you if you do that. So this book takes a visit, goes visiting, has a conversation. I don't know the word I'm looking for. It visits with the idea. Is visit the right word? Wow, that word has already lost all meaning in my head. It introduces us to the idea that superheroes suffer from mental issues such as PTSD because of what they do every single day. And it's not, I don't think it's something that the average comic book reader even thinks of. You know, Superman died and he came back. Batman had his back broken. Barry Allen, Flash, he has died and come back. Hal Jordan, he died. He came back. Heck, while he was gone, he was the spirit of frickin' vengeance or something. And before that, he killed people and went crazy. So wouldn't it stand to reason that they might want to talk about that every now and again? And so in this book, Tom King has created this place called Sanctuary. It was, it was put together by the Trinity. That's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. And it's in Nebraska. And from all outward appearances, it's just this old farmhouse in the middle of nowhere, Nebraska, which uh, is pretty much anywhere in Nebraska. Am I right? Ha ha! I'm not. I have nothing against Nebraska. But, you know, just like Kansas, y'all got a reputation for just being a big state with nothing in it. And probably like Kansas, that's false. I apologize, Nebraska. I apologize. So back to Sanctuary, it is run by Kryptonian technology. It's got, you know, Batman's influences in there, Wonder Woman. They, they have a, a saying, and I can't remember what it is. Superman brought this, Wonder Woman brought this, Batman brought this. I don't remember. But it's a place for heroes to go and work through their problems. And they have these sessions where basically they talk to the computer or Sanctuary itself. They have these chamber sessions where they can relive by the use of uh, holographic projectors like the Danger Room or the Deck on Star Trek The Next Generation. They can relive certain moments in their life to try to work through it. It's actually a really, it's a really cool concept. I really like the concept. I don't, there's a part of me, there's the child in me that doesn't want to think about Superman doubting himself even for a moment. There's a, you know, I don't, I don't want my, I don't want my heroes or at least my DC heroes. I don't want some of my, I don't want my heroes to have flaws. You know, that's a Marvel thing. That's not supposed to be a DC thing, even though it, it is a DC thing. We all know that, but you build certain characters up in your mind, like Superman, since you were a kid. And this is a guy that can do no wrong. There's nothing wrong with him. He's a boy scout and he does everything right. But then the grown up in you realizes, well, of course, of course, these heroes are going to have just moments of madness within their lives. They're out there fighting every single day. They're, you know, they're basically police officers and, and firefighters and EMTs and just all rolled into one. But imagine you're, you're like that, but you're facing galactic threats of global proportion. You know, it's, it's got a way on a person. It's got to make a person feel kind of, you know, what's it all about, right? Introspective, all that stuff. So anyway, as the book opens up, there's been some kind of event. 
at Sanctuary. And a bunch of heroes have died, have been murdered. Folks such as Blue Jay and uh, Arsenal and Wally West, Flash. I don't know at this point if he's called the Flash or if he's back to being called Kid Flash. I don't know. He's not wearing the, he's wearing a costume that's kind of part Kid Flash, part Flash. So I don't know. I'm not up to date on what's going on here. I do know just based on what little I've read or listened to, whether it be articles or listening to podcasts or whatnot, that there was the the Flashpoint. I think it started with the Flashpoint event. Barry comes back. Um, Wally West dies at some point. But then Flashpoint or New 52 or Rebirth, something brings Wally West back. And then he dies at the beginning of this book. So we're led to believe straight from the beginning, however, that one, that, that our murderer who has done this, it could be one of two people, Booster Gold or Harley Quinn. Booster Gold is there, uh, because he is, I don't, I don't know if they've called, they don't, I don't think they refer to them as patients, but I'm just going to call him a, I'm just going to call him patients. He was a patient at, uh, Sanctuary. Harley Quinn was there because Poison Ivy was a patient at Sanctuary and, and Harley Quinn kind of tagged along. So even though Sanctuary, I guess, is for the, uh, the, the, the heroes, I guess they allow some, I guess Poison Ivy kind of skirts the line enough that she was allowed to be there. I'm not quite sure what's going on with that. But Booster and Harley meet up at this diner after all this has gone down. Harley thinks she claims that she saw Booster kill everybody, and Booster claims that he saw Harley kill everybody. They start fighting. His force field is down, so she's able to surprise him and stab him. And they start fighting, and it's this whole thing. Superman, uh, he gets out to the scene first, and then Batman and Wonder Woman join him. They're trying to figure out what's going on. You know, they're at Sanctuary, and they, you know, these heroes have died. They're, 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 they're combing through the evidence, and Batman's trying to figure out what's going on. Somehow it comes to light that to, to the two of them that it was either Harley or uh, Booster. There's evidence on the scene that one of these two could have done it. And so they go after Harley. Harley and, and Booster mix it up and Harley, they, they separate. They, you know, she goes off to hide in, in one of the penguins lairs. And um, he goes off to, uh, he, he decides he's going to solve the crime. He's not 100% sure at this point. If it was Harley, he's worried that it, it could actually be him, that he may have actually done it. And I think she's kind of got that going on in her head, too. Well, at one point, Booster is caught because he he thinks to himself, all right, who can I who who can help me solve this? Well, Barry Allen, Barry Allen would be a good person to help me solve this. He works in crime scene investigations, you know, when he's not the Flash. So he goes and he finds Barry Allen Flash and he basically is like, hey, I need your help about. I I, I want to try to solve what happened at Sanctuary because it wasn't me. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me, so I want to find out who did it. But Barry has no idea what he's talking about. And Booster just assumes everybody knows at this point, and so he's talking very nonchalantly about the fact that Wally West has died, has been murdered. And this, of course, is the first time Barry's hearing this. He's very, He's quite shocked. He races away. We assume he's going to Sanctuary, and then, boom, he's back, and he's punching booster in the face screaming what did you do and then booster is taken captive and he's arrested and he's put into jail underneath the uh the hall of justice but then blue beetle ted cord 
comes to break them out. Now, I want I want to say this real quick. I want to um I had been listening to the Daily Rios. He had been do he does these breakdown episodes and he's been doing the the single issues of Heroes in Crisis. And I never finished I don't think he finished. I don't think he's finished with it yet. So I don't I didn't know. I knew basically kind of how the first half of the story went, but I didn't know how it ended. And at one point, see I'm again I I can't stress this enough that I don't know what's going on currently in the DCU. I know the when when last I left, the Blue Beetle, Ted Cord Blue Beetle was shot and killed by uh Maxwell Lord and there's a new Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes. And I thought I'd heard rumors that with the new 52 that Ted Cord was back. Jaime Reyes is still the Blue Beetle, Ted Cord is back, but he's not doing the Blue Beetle thing. And I know that on other podcasts I have talked about how why why can't Ted Cord put the costume back on? Why they they have like seven Robins running around the DCU. Why can't they have two Blue Beetles? What's what's the deal with that? They got they, if pe- people can handle that, right? And I I love Ted Cord Blue Beetle. So listening to the Daily Rios, I I feel like at one point when he's talking about Blue Beetle Ted Cord busting Booster out of jail, I feel like. Peter at one point was talking about he he didn't know at that point if the Blue Beetle was real or if this was all in Booster's mind. So, of course, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, man, that would be great if Blue Beetle was back because there's just some great stuff between them. And there's a phrase that I heard for the first time in this book, and maybe this is the first time it came up. But at one point, they fist bump and they use the phrase, bros before heroes. And I love the blue and the gold, Booster and and Blue Beetle. It's just one of the great bromances in comics history. And, and, and I'm a guy who loves a good bromance. You know, you got Turk and JD on Scrubs. You got Gus and Sean on Psych. And you got Booster Gold and Blue Beetle in the DCU. I love a good buddy story. I love a good bromance. They need to, somebody needs to make that comic book and they need to put Mike Norton on it. That's I think that needs to happen. Anyway, we learn, I do, we do learn in the book that this is not happening in Booster's head. Blue Beetle is, he's, he's back. Maybe he had been back. I, again, I don't know. I'm, I'm way out of it, but I'm loving the fact that he's back, loving it so much. Well, Harley Quinn ends up, uh, hooking up with, uh, Batgirl. Batgirl tracks her down and she wants to help Harley Quinn. And so they track down Blue Beetle and Booster. And by that point, Booster has figured something out. They had somehow managed to get a hold of, I think they stole a bunch of evidence that Barry had, had collected. And a lot of it was, was, uh, the video, um, you know, video footage of, of the crime scene. And Booster realizes because he is, he's probably one of the more experienced heroes in the DC universe when it comes to time travel. And he realizes that the, the Wally West, the corpse, the body of Wally West is actually five days older. It's a, it's so basically he says, this is, this is Wally West from five days in the future. And he figures that out as Harley and Batgirl come upon them. And, um, anyway, they, they decide that they're going to, they're going to team up and they're going to go figure out what happened. So here, here's what we find out. And I'm going to totally spoil this for you. I know that I put in the beginning of the, the show that this episode will contain spoilers, but I'm going to, I'm really going to press it upon you now. If you have not read it yet, 
The trade just came out. That's how I read it. If you've not read it yet, maybe walk away. Stop listening to the episode because this is a major spoiler. If you have no idea what happened here, I'm, I'm about to tell you. So the murderer is Wally West. There's this whole part of the story where they explain exactly what happened. And what it comes down to is the fact that when Wally West came back, whether I can't, I don't know what event brought him back, but when he came back, his wife is there in the world, but she doesn't know who he is. Uh, so they've never had children, but he can remember being married. He can remember having these two, these two children who, uh, basically were preteens and that's got to mess with a dude, right? It's like, okay, I died, but now I'm back. Yay, I'm back. I'm no longer dead. Wait, I'm no longer married. She doesn't even know who I am. I don't have kids. That speaking as a as a husband and a father, I can't imagine how he would even begin to deal with that. And so he's in sanctuary trying to deal with it. And at one point, he'd been there for like 3 weeks, I think, maybe almost 4, and he he kind of snaps. And using his super speed, he goes through the complex and he uh, gathers up because everybody who talks to the computer when they're having their, their, like, their sessions where they're basically supposed to be like they're speaking to a psychologist, all of that is recorded and digitized. And it, and it has to be because it's, it's, a, it's a whole digital thing. It's all done by computers. But the moment it's done, it's erased. And it's erased in such a way that the, that the, the data is broken apart into billion, billions of pieces which could never be, re it would take someone a thousand years to reassemble it, basically, digitally. Well, the Flash can do it in seconds. So he goes in did, and he just, he digitally reassembles all this footage and he watches everything and he, he, he takes it all in and because he wants to know, he wants to feel like he's not the only one having problems. And it's all just way too overwhelming for him and he runs out of the complex but as he's doing this, it all just takes seconds, right? As he's doing this, it sets off the alarms. So he's out in the field and he's having this just freak out moment. The speed force is coursing through him. Lightning is coursing through him. And all these other heroes and the patients and whatnot, they're coming out of sanctuary because the alarms are going off and it's saying, please evacuate, please evacuate, blah, blah, blah. So as they come out basically at the wrong moment where he just finally snaps and the speed force which he has to keep under control at all times is just let loose and lightning bolts shoot out and just kill everybody around him. And once he realizes what, what he's done, he quickly deduces that he has to hide this from everybody. And so again, within seconds, he's running through the complex and he, he basically takes like, he moves Harley back into one of the chambers and reprograms it. So it's, so she thinks she's seeing, um, Booster committing the crime. He moves Booster into one of the chambers and he does it so fast that they don't even realize that they're being moved. And he, he, uh, reprograms the chamber so that he thinks that he's seeing Harley committing the crime. And then he moves him back out into the field. But then he has to have a body. So he shoots forward five days into the future and convinces his future self that they have to, that they've done something incredibly bad his his you know and that they have to die they have to pay for their crimes and so he kills himself from five days in the future brings him back to the present and that's the body of wally west that you see and so that's the that's kind of the loop 
It's this whole time loop thing that does get quite confusing, but they end up working it out. Booster has the has the plan to fix everything so that Wally West doesn't die. But Wally does turn himself in and he ends up at the end of the book in prison. But because it's a superhero book, he's like in this cell with his hands cuffed behind his back and he's still in full costume. That kind of stuff always bothered me about about uh, comics. But I guess unless they explain, oh, by the way, this is Wally West. He's no longer in costume. If they just, you know, maybe you might not get that at that point. But the book just kind of ends at that point. You don't, you get some sort of resolution, but there's still some questions, you know, because as it's ending, it's like, it's the, the last panel is almost like a fade out. They're closing up. They're closing in. The camera's closing in on, on the, on Wally West. And then lightning starts coursing through him as it's fading out. And so you don't know what happened. You're assume, you know, there's, it's like, it's like, there's not really an ending. Did, is he going to break out? What's going on? And I don't know if, I don't know if there's ever been anything said about that afterwards. I don't know if anybody else had thought that as well. It's, you know, you know, it's like, okay, well, why is the lightning showing up right there in the last panel? What does that mean? What does that signify? What's going to happen? Is Wally West? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what happened afterwards. I don't know what's going on in the DCU currently. I don't know if at this point in time, Wally West is still in jail. But what I can tell you is that while I really enjoyed the book, I loved the Booster Gold and the, I love Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. I love their stuff. I love the Harley Quinn stuff. She's one of those characters that I don't want to like. There's something about her that I just don't want to like. But so far, I, I've, I've really never read anything with her in, in a book. I'm not, I guess I'm not a, I don't really like characters who are crazy, right? I'm not, I'm not really, for some reason, I'm just not, those don't appeal to me. It's like, oh, she's crazy. She could do anything. She could be really serious one moment and stab somebody in the throat the next. And you'll never know if it's going to happen. I just, I just don't like characters like that. Or I don't want to like characters like that. Well, so far I've read now two stories that have featured Harley Quinn fairly heavily. One of them was not, in canon, it was Injustice, Gods Among Us, and now this one. And I've really enjoyed her in both stories. So I guess I have to change my tune about old Harley Quinn and just just, just admit that I like her as a character. And But again, I've never read anything else from her. I know that uh, she had her own title. She may still have her own title. Maybe I should go check those out. Maybe I, I might actually like them because I really like the dynamic between her and Poison Ivy. They don't really quite come out and say it, but you know, you know, there's a girlfriend, girlfriend thing going on there. You just know it, but they don't actually come out and say it, which I think is kind of silly, but so I, I feel like I should, I should, uh, maybe I'll go onto Hoopla and see what they've got available for her. Cause I feel like I should explore those stories more and, and see what's going on there. And, and, uh, because obviously, read two stories now with her in it, and I've liked her in both. So maybe she's she's a character I would really enjoy. I was, however, very disappointed in what happened with Wally West. I'm not a Barry Allen guy. I came into the DC universe after cri- after Crisis on Infinite Earths. So the Flash for me, growing up reading comics or at least reading DC comics, has always been Wally West. And I read many of those Mark Wade issues during his run. And so Wally West has always been my guy. And when I found out that he died, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't reading comics at the time. So I, all I could say to myself was, well, I'm glad I'm not reading comics anymore because that probably would upset me. And so then they bring him back 
but they bring him back without his wife and kids. That sucks. That's stupid. What's the point of bringing him back? And then they kill him, but they don't kill him. But now he's in jail because he's a murderer. Seriously? What's the beef with Wally West, folks? Why do we got to do this to poor Wally? I think the DC Universe has this really weird thing going on where they don't like having... It's like on, on the one hand, they're, they're saying, well, we've already got a Flash. It's Barry Allen. And we, now we've got a kid. I think there's a, a new kid Flash. And so what do we need Wally West for? We can't have two Flashes. We can't do that. So we got to figure out something to do with Wally West. And so we're going to kill him. Oh, that made a lot of people angry. Okay, let's bring him back. Well, we still don't like having two Flashes. And I don't understand what that is. Because like I said, you've got like 12 Robins running around at any one time. What's the deal? Why do you care if there are two Flashes? Just give them another name. I don't know. So I, I was really, I'm kind of upset about the, the treatment of Wally West. And yet I really enjoyed the story. Again, I'll compare it to Identity Crisis because it, because it was a more personal, it's more of a murder mystery, not a epic space global universe shattering event. But I was more, I guess I, I don't know if I was more satisfied with the ending of Identity Crisis. I'm rereading that, so I may change my tune. Yeah, I really enjoyed the book. I really enjoyed Tom King's writing. I'm so in love with Clayman's art. I'm just a little disappointed that the bad guy had to be Wally West. And I'm not happy. I'm not angry. I don't want to say, I'm not happy with the way they're treating Wally. I'm going to write a letter. I, You know, it's... It is what it is. It's a comic book. It's a character. I'll just have to see what happens, right? It just means that for now, we're not going to get any Wally West Flash stories. That's fine because there's a crap ton of them and there's a crap ton of great ones from Mark Wade. So I'm not missing out on anything. Anyway, Heroes in Crisis, enjoyed it, loved it. I suggest you read it. If you haven't read it, you don't even have to really be into the DCU to understand what's going on. I mean, I have no idea what's going on in the DC universe right now. And I still enjoyed the crap out of this book. So that's it. That's my episode. So until next time, I'm Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Just another fanboy is a presentation of the Steven or else podcast. Questions and comments can be directed to feedback at Steven or else.com. You can support the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash Stephen R. Orr and get instant access to the My Other Podcast podcast, a weekly show about whatever crawls its way into my tiny little mind just moments before I tap record. You can find me on the World Wide Web at StephenOrElse.com or find me on Twitter and Instagram by searching for at Stephen or Else. I also encourage you to subscribe to the show, leave us a five-star review, and share this episode with a friend. Just Another Fanboy is a proud member of the Comics Podcast Network. You can find that over at comicspodcasts.com. All links will be in the show notes.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 